Hola, you amazing artists. It's Rafi and Klee. And today we're going to talk about artroverts. Unite! Introverts, extroverts, artroverts. Yeah, we're going to talk about all of them. So recently you designed this t-shirt that I love. And it says, artroverts, unite! We're here! We're uncomfortable! We just want to go home and create something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I thought, that is so fantastic for so many reasons. A, it's funny. But B, I think artroverts should become a widely accepted term. Oh, so I agree. I agree. Actually, um, artroverts is a term that I'm going to be using in the new book, the one that I release later on this year. Excellent. Uh, because I do, I seriously believe that it needs to be a thing. Uh, considering the amount of people that have contacted us that are artists mm -hmm. that relate to the idea of being an introvert. Yeah, absolutely. And, and how it hinders them, uh, you know, because they believe like, well, I can't, I can't put my artwork out there. It's really hard. Like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to talk about things? Cause, uh, I think that they are under the impression that you and I are extroverts. extroverts. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are too. And while it's true that we have gotten slightly more comfortable with social interaction, I wouldn't call us extroverts, nor would I call us introverts. And that's where artroverts is perfect. Yeah. And I really love artroverts, especially for two reasons. First reason is it means you don't have to pick one. Yeah. You don't have to pick introvert or extrovert. You don't have to label yourself that way. And the second reason is you don't have to pretend to be one that you're not. Like, you don't have to try to pretend to be an extrovert if you're not. And you also don't have to try to pretend to be an introvert to fit into that, like, artist narrative right. that's romanticized. Right, because I think a lot of people think that in order to be an artist, you have to be an introvert, uh, that all artists are introvert because that's where creativity comes from right. and whatnot. And the truth is, like, I can hermit it up with the best of them, and I was painfully shy in the beginning of the art career. Oh, you were painfully shy. So painfully shy. But the truth also is that I really love people, and I really love social gatherings. Do I want to do that 24-7 all the time? No, but right. I, I've never wanted to niche myself as an introvert or an extrovert, and I'm just me. Well, I mean, and it's one of my, my biggest arguments when uh, people use the term, because listen, I use the term introvert as an excuse for not going places, not going places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just wanted to stay home. And the fact of the matter is that for the most part, I just want to stay home. Our home is where our awesome art studio is. Right. And so of course we want to be here. Yeah, this is this is an awesome place. I love being here. If I have the choice between being here and going out drinking with my buddies, I want to be here. Does, yeah. does I mean, that make also, me does that make me an introvert? No. Um I'm also I'm your buddy. Yeah, you are my buddy. <laughs> so So if I'm going to drink with my buddy, I'm going to do it in my art studio. Yeah, right here and vice versa. <laughs> um I did I did identify as an introvert for sure for most of my life, like most of my childhood and most of my early adult life. Yeah. Um, and I totally like believed my own narrative to the extent where like being in social situations, creative, 
massive amounts of anxiety for me, which only self-perpetuated the narrative. Um, So it could be, in my experience, it can be emotionally trying to identify as an introvert. Yeah. And that's, that's where the term artrovert comes in because um, it gives a, you're able to apply a different narrative to something that a lot of people identify with and you're able to tell yourself a new story because I think that that's essentially what happens when you relate to something like that. It's romanticized. And a lot of people that are listening to this are, are some people may get offended but uh, this is not meant to be offensive towards anybody or say like, oh, you know what, uh, if you're this, then you're this way. Or if you're that, you're that way. Or what you're telling yourself is a complete lie. The fact of the matter is that the way that I see it is we're a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to niche any group, any specific group, especially artists, and say like, well, certain artists are doing well because they're extroverts. Some artists... Um, are introverts and that's why they're more creative. Uh, I think that that's all complete bullcrap. I think it all depends on how much exposure we give ourselves and how much of those fears we're facing. I think a lot of us are afraid to go out into the world because we're afraid of the way that people will see us. Most definitely. We want to avoid judgment because we want to avoid pain. And and I think, I think, yeah, I think that if you identify as an introvert, you're just basically labeling yourself and making the struggle even more real. You're making it a little more concrete for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like the idea of going out and doing an exhibition and having to talk to people becomes nerve wracking and you sit there and you like, oh, well, I can't, I can't do that. That's not, you know, I'm, that's where being an artrovert gives you that ability. Being an artrovert means that you love being at home and creating. Yeah. And I, it also means, like I had said earlier, that it means you, to me, that you don't have to pretend to be one or the other. Like it means you go somewhere and maybe you are, uh, slightly introverted and you go somewhere and it doesn't mean you need to pretend like you're not, which is why I love what the shirt says. We're here. We're uncomfortable. We just want to go home and create something yeah. like ha- being willing to go to an event. And be gloriously uncomfortable and like not try to pretend that you're not. Just be awkward. Yeah. Be awkward. Be weird. You're an artist. I mean, listen, just about every event, and we've done a lot of events, whether it was festivals, gallery showings, or whatever it is that we're doing, um, going there, usually we're like, is there any way we could like not do this? Right. And then we're like, okay, we're, we're going to go. And while we're there, we're talking, we're having a good time. We're meeting like with our collectors and having good conversation and stuff like that. But it doesn't mean that at no point in time, uh, the thought of like, yeah, I kind of want to go home now. Yeah. Um, doesn't, isn't in my brain. Of course it's in my brain. It's like, oh, okay, I think I'm done. And so like, it's almost like there's a plan that we set like, all right, well, we're going to do a minimum of at least an hour at this event and then we're piecing out. Yeah. And I think, I think honestly, no matter how long you've been doing this, I think that that's how it works. I remember we watched the documentary with, uh, Gerard. Gerard Richter. Gerard Richter. Yeah. And, uh, he had that big, uh, show uh-huh. where they were showing like all the pieces across time from whatever. 
And there comes a point, like he's walking around, people are toasting him, you know, and there comes a point towards the end where he's like, you could see, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I got, I got to go. I got to go. And I can't tell you how many times I've felt that at art events where like you go and, you know, it is being at a social gathering, especially at a, an event or a social gathering like that, where the majority of the people that are going, you're not going to know it. It could be exhausting. So you have to make time for after the event to just kind of decompress. Absolutely. Now, I have found it to be far more exhausting if I'm trying to pretend like I'm totally extroverted when I'm not feeling it. Like have your game face on. Yeah. If you will, that to me is exhausting. It's less exhausting to be authentic. So like if you're feeling mellow, just be there and be mellow. Now, it might still be exhausting. You might still need to go home and decompress. And depending on the social gathering, like some are more challenging than others, for sure. Most definitely. And we've gotten better at it because we've repeatedly for years just faced those fears. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and the thing about it, when you're talking about being authentic and being real, Mm -hmm. listen, my big solo show gathering, there came a point where at least four or five times during that evening, and we were there for four hours, four hours. Yeah. We were there for four hours. Um, Four or five times during that evening, I stepped outside. I just disappeared and went outside, didn't tell anybody because there had come that point in the evening where I was being approached by so many people that I just needed to separate myself, decompress a little, yeah. gather my thoughts, and then come back in. It doesn't mean that the experience was horrible or that the conversations I was having with people were bad because most of them were art collectors and stuff. But it's just when when you're doing an event and you're getting a lot of attention, um, sometimes you just need to step away during the event get a breather, and then come back. And that is perfectly okay. Oh, most definitely. At, at the other event that we had more recently uh, at Gallery 1060, um, there came a point where we ditched into one of the other artist studios because there was no one in there. Yeah, and um, that particular event was so crowded. Like, the claustrophobia kicked in for both of us, I it was, think. It was very crowded. It was... Uh, there. It was filled with a lot of people that I did not know. Uh, there were a lot of hoity-toity uh, t- t- people that were looking at the art and it just, it wasn't necessarily my crowd. Now, the thing about it too is that that day I was feeling especially closed off. Right. So you kind of self-sabotaged maybe a little. Yeah. That's something that can happen. I know it happens to me if I'm feeling anxiety prior to something. Yeah. I almost set myself up for being more stressed out when I get there. Yeah. Where you're sitting there and you're thinking about the event. It's like, oh, it's going to be like this. It's gonna, You're yeah. basically pre-paving uh, a bunch of bull crap into the event instead of like just setting it up and being like, you know what? I'm going to go. Uh, there's probably going to be some wine. We'll drink some wine, walk around, look at the art. We don't have to interact with people. We don't have to talk to people. Right. Chances are people are going to want to talk to us because we're the artists. So, you know, I, I'm not there to sell my work. I am just there to enjoy the time that I'm there. And I think that that's eventually, cause at first when we were doing events, 
Um, I think a lot of, a lot of the, the events became kind of stressful because the idea was like, we got to go to this event. We got to make a good impression. Yeah. We got, you know, like you, you basically give yourself all these rules of things that you have to do. And then it stresses you the fuck out. Right. Like, you need to make a good impression. You need to prove yourself to the group that who, whoever's there. Yeah. Um, you want to be memorable, witty, this, that, like all these standards. And, uh, I I just I think that we need to be easier on ourselves for yeah. sure. And I think that really when it comes to going to an event and feeling that extra stress or calling yourself an introvert, I think a lot of it has to do with that, with that self-judgment and being worried that like you are not enough. The fact of the matter is that you're going to get criticized. Yeah, there are going to be people out there that hate you, whether or not it's online or wherever. Uh, they're going to say some stupid stuff about your artwork. And whether or not you take it personally or go to this event and think that you let yourself down because uh, you, you didn't make a good impression or you didn't do this, that putting all these, this extra pressure on yourself just makes it, makes it a nerve wracking experience. Most definitely. Makes it very, very hard. Whereas eventually you and I got to the point where it's like, all right, well, let's go. And what are you and I going to get out of this? So like, we'll go to the events like, well, we'll, we'll go have some drinks. We'll walk around, look at some artwork. The idea of like, we have to like make a good impression of da, da, da. That is out the window. It's like, who freaking cares? Like, we're just going to this event. I get to look up on the wall and see some of my artwork up there. Mm -hmm. And some people are going to walk up to it and not realize that I'm the artist and be like, oh, that's beautiful. And some people are going to walk up to it and be like, what is this piece of crap? Am I going to have fun with that? Am I in the mood where like, I'm going to just have fun with whatever the situation is and what, how can I make the most of the experience. Absolutely. Uh, and it's gotten easier, like I said, over time. I think one thing that might be kind of a useful, helpful practice, if you really are having anxiety about events, uh, talking to people, showing your work, go to art openings that have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Be a yeah. patron where you've got no cards in the game you, or how, whatever the saying is. Like you've, there's no high stakes. Your art's not on display there. Uh, just to be in that environment. Like a lot of the big shows at Artel Gallery that we've gone to. Yeah. Um, I had no pieces there. So I was able to just be a complete observer, talk to no one, talk to someone, talk to a bunch of someones, walk around, watch all the other awkward artists who were there in yeah. all their glory. It's interesting when you go to an event like that, like when you go to an art event and uh, when we went to go see Lindsay McNally's art mm -hmm. and like you go in and you find the artist and you're asking the artist all these questions about their artwork and stuff like that and you're just having fun. Um, because there isn't this extra pressure. You don't have to make a good impression. Right. You're just a human who's there at this art opening. And the truth is that that's how it should be every single time because you don't need to make a good impression on anybody. Like they're going to get their impression regardless of whatever it is that you do. So you might as well have a good time and realize like, oh, it doesn't matter what I do. 
let me just make sure that I'm being me and that I have a good time. Yeah. Now, one of the most common things that I hear from artists, and I have said this on numerous occasions during my art career and even before that, is I hate social gatherings because I don't like making small talk. I don't know how to make small talk. I don't want to do it. And what I've realized over time is you don't have to. No. I mean, you could. And honestly, I've gotten better at shooting the breeze with people because I took the pressure away. What people actually mean, I think, when they say I don't like making small talk is I don't want to talk about things that I'm not interested in. Well, guess what? No one wants to talk about stuff they're not interested in. Exactly. You don't have to. If someone approaches you with a small talk subject that you're not interested in, I mean, be courteous to them, but you can peace out from that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Or steer the conversation in a direction of something you do want to talk about. And be as weird as you care to, because if they're not feeling it, they'll just peace out on you. And that's totally okay. I think when it comes down to it, if we were to say, like, what is an artrovert? Right. Right. An artrovert, and uh, and this is this goes for somebody who is like, I am an artist. I am putting my stuff out there. An artrovert is somebody who likes to be at home, mm-hmm. likes to be creating, or likes to be by themselves. You know, they might be a photographer or somebody out there that is like taking pictures. They're the ones that wake up at five in the morning to catch a sunrise. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, th- those are the artroverts. They 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 want to be by themselves, but they are able to go out and interact. And mingle with people, but keep things comfortable for them. So there's no additional pressure of, I need to impress this group. I need to look good in front of this group, which is hilarious because that kind of goes counter to what a lot of people think that the art world is. And I think that that's one of the reasons that a lot of artists have a hard time because you got the gatekeepers, Mm -hmm. you've got the galleries that it's all about, you know, the critics. It's all about what this person's opinion is about you and your art and an introvert is somebody who just doesn't care. They go out and they are who they are. They express who they are in their artwork. They create what they want to create and they present themselves the way that they want to present themselves. And if they don't want to talk about something, they walk away. They're unapologetic about who they are. We just create stuff. We put ourselves out there and then we keep persisting through all the bullshit, whether it's coming from someone else or coming from our own head. Yeah, and listen, guys, that's not a skill that you just wake up one day with or you just have it. Like a lot of you guys are probably saying, that's real nice, Rafi and Klee, but I'm not at a place where I can just go somewhere and be like, I don't care, I'm my authentic self. Well, me either in the beginning, you guys, and neither yeah. was Rafi. Like, yeah, and I'm still working on yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a work in progress always. And like sometimes we get home from an event and we're like, that was really... Really, yeah. we could have done that better. And sometimes we get home and we're like, yeah, that was cool. Like we did good. High fives all yeah. around. And I think I think that the, it's important. It's good that you brought that up because I think one of the main things that happens is when you're thinking about an event and whether or not you're going to screw it up uh, before the event, mm-hmm. you, you're basically just lingering around in your imagination trying to predict outcomes. And that is stressful. And then when you get there, you've prepaved all this like crap. Yeah. And you're, you're already in fight or flight mode then. Honestly, when you're thinking about an event, just, you know, get ready, dress up in a way that makes you feel empowered and awesome. Go to the event and only think about the event hindsight. How did that go? 
how could I have done that better? Maybe I, uh, maybe I responded. I was a little bit quiet during this event and realized hindsight is not to like beat yourself up because of the way you behaved. It's just so that you could really like take a look and be like, Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I could maybe do that better or I did really, or I felt really good about myself here or, uh, I got, you know, I got wrapped up in a conversation for like half an hour with this person. Next time when that happens, I'm probably going to walk away. I need to develop an exit strategy. You know, it helps you for the next time. Like mm-hmm. Lee and I have exit strategies. I am way better at my exit strategies when it comes to walking away from a conversation that I don't want to have than Clea is because uh, a lot of times I just kind of turn around and walk away. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do. And sometimes my people pleaser gets the better of me. And then I'm like, okay, I could do that better next time. Yeah. I've gotten better at just saying, excuse me, and then yep. exiting. Um, these days, I tend not to think about an event at all. Yeah. Before the event. Yeah. Just I'm thinking about other stuff. And then I get there and then it's happening. And like you said, then think about it in retrospect yeah and i mean in some events more so that that that's why this is always a work in progress you guys a lot of times social events like that are exhausting regardless if you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert it all depends on the experience that you're having and it's such a personal experience for you yeah so you might as well go and make it as comfortable for yourself as possible and remember just think about it hindsight and think to yourself, like, okay, I could I could have done that better. And we've been talking a lot about specifically events, but you could apply this to markets, yeah. shows, social media. I know a lot of people that struggle with the idea of posting on social media for fear that, well, I just don't know what to say and how are people going to react. You guys, I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like... Just little by little getting comfortable, not labeling yourself as I'm just this and I'm just going to be this way, giving yourself a chance to maybe be an artrovert yeah. or work your way towards artrovertism. Take a look at the story that you're telling yourself about yourself as an artist and what what limitations you might be setting for yourself simply because you identify with being an introvert. Or you identify with being socially awkward. Listen, we are all socially awkward. Most definitely. Most definitely. Some of us are comfortable with our social awkwardness and left. You have no idea, even within the last year, how many times I went to an event and said something that later on I was like, oh, I can't believe I said that. That's so, <laughs> that's so awkward. Um, and that's, that's fine. That's fine. I think if you walk away from that experience and you beat yourself up for it and you're like, God, I'm so socially awkward and you see it as a bad thing. Listen, it's not bad. I am socially awkward. I, I like being at home and creating stuff. Um, I enjoy talking to some people. There are lots of conversations that I don't want to have. Totally. But it doesn't mean that when I go out to an event that I am a victim to the event. I'm going to make the most of that experience as possible to show myself who I am, who I'm capable of being. And I think that that's, that's what I, that's when I'm talking about being an artrovert, that's what I'm saying. Embrace the weird. Embrace the awkward. Embrace the, we're here. You know, that's where the, we're here. We're We're here. here. We're here. We're uncomfortable. We're, we're uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes. And you know, we want to go home, but we're here. You know, like that's, that's what an artrovert is. Most definitely. And also you guys remember you're an artist. 
Like, if there's any social category of people that have license to be weird, like, think about how the average human, what image comes to mind when they think of artists, right? You have, like, full license to be eccentric, to be quiet, to be awkward, to be, uh, to be endearingly weird. Like, yep. I um laugh and have a really good time with my own awkwardness. Like I'm not even trying to hide it anymore. Yeah. And I because I'm enjoying my awkward self, I think mostly other people do too, and the ones that don't can go fly a kite, you know? Well, I know that when it comes to going to events because I've seen you, like at least when by the time you and I met, I already had jobs that put me out in front of people. So, like, I was still very awkward and very uh, closed in, mm-hmm. but I was way more open towards strangers than you were. Yeah. So, like, watching you in the beginning, uh, when you first started selling your art. like was you painful. Could, yeah, that was painful. You could barely say even hello to someone. And honestly, it's not like a lot of that changed. I think that you became more confident with yourself uh, over time. But I also know that you completely accepted the fact that sometimes you're socially awkward. Yeah. Sometimes you are closed up. Sometimes you don't feel like saying hello. And that is all okay. Sometimes I don't know what to say to a human and I've gotten more comfortable being like, I I don't really know what to say about that. Sometimes I laugh and a loud snort comes out like a dork. And then I just laugh more. Yep. I actually did a snort laugh at a really like uh like a one-on-one meeting at a really high-end restaurant with one of my business clients. She said something funny or maybe I said something funny and cracked up at my own joke oh, that's, and then that's snorted. Even better. Yes. <laughs> and um our waitress actually looked super offended, but it just <laughs> cracked me up even more. <laughs> and it was totally fine, you know, like and I think uh, just being totally fine with that, uh, regardless of what yeah. anyone else thinks is, is kind of the key there. Well, I, I think that that's, that's what happens with, uh, a lot of people that have difficulty with going out there and talking to other people is that they have an experience like that mm-hmm. and then they get home and then they beat themselves up and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Why did I do that? Da, da, da. I must have left this impression. Then they replay the situation over, over and over. Over and over and over. And they're like, yeah. oh my God, I ruined it. I ruined it. And then, so the next time that they have to go out and have an interaction with somebody. It's terrifying. It's terrifying because they now have this entire thing that happened that, that they, they are like, oh my God, what if I do that again? What if I blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then add that to a lifetime of, uh, awkward social interactions. And like, of course, going out might seem terrifying. It is being okay with the fact that you snorted when you laughed at your own joke. Yes. Uh, that you're a big dork, that, uh, you are socially awkward, that there are times where you're like, uh, I've got nothing. I've got nothing to say. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, like, I'm not saying I have that mastered either. I was recently on a phone call. Uh, with another business contact of mine. And I did find myself ruminating, repeating the conversation over and over. Oh my gosh, I sounded so stupid during this part of the conversation. Yep. They probably think I'm a moron. Um, and you know, I could have done that better. I could have not done that 
I could have just uh, gone with the flow a little more there, but um, we every situation's a unique one. Every situation is unique. We're going to be facing this kind of thing uh, forever because you know the, the the when you are doing art, art is communication. So in order for your art to get out there, in order for your art to be able to speak to the world, you have to share your art. And you're going, if you're sharing your art, chances are you're going to interact with other humans. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, being who you are and allowing yourself the opportunity to go out and just be, whether or not you're a big dork or a nerd or you're quiet or you're loud or you have a goofy laugh, it's all okay. You just, it's all okay. It's more than okay. Like, I am impressed by people who can be out and just be, like, super awkward and weird and just be having a good time, like, and and I find them to be some of the most inspiring, most yeah. endearing, most likable people who are just being themselves. In fact, there's a quote that I really like, uh... Supposedly, this was said by Queen Victoria, and okay. it's the quote, a lot of you have heard this, beware of artists, they mix with all classes of society and are therefore most dangerous. Yes. Uh, and I, I love that quote, but I also think like that describes the artrovert. Yeah. The one who is unapologetically themselves, who would rather be at home, but is going to make the most of it while they're out and about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and it's true because in the amount of time that we've had our career, we have uh, gone to uh, houses that were shambles. We've gone to houses that were million dollar houses. We've been invited to uh, high end events. We've been invited to yard and art sales. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to mingle with everyone. And the only common denomination in every single interaction that we have is us. Yeah. Us bringing ourselves. So we might as well just be us and make the most of it and have as much fun as we can possibly have being completely awkward and nerdy and dorky and whatever it is that we are, because that's who we are. Mm -hmm. Big deal. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. And that's, that's the motto of the Artrovert. Absolutely. And we help empower one another to be our nerdy fun selves. If you have an event and you're planning on going, like maybe bring a friend that you have a really good time with yeah uh to help help keep you in that place of having fun yeah so that you could walk around and just have a good time because that's really what it's about it's not about oh i got to make sure that i'm on point and that i sell this or i i got to make sure that i make a good impression like don't don't worry about any of that crap just go and have a good time and be yourself as much as you can and if being yourself means that you're quiet that's okay too absolutely and i think that's all we got to say other than archroverts unite we're here we're uncomfortable we just want to go home and create something <laughs> Listen, you guys, uh, uh, we made it We made it pretty easy for everyone to ask us a question here on the podcast. If you guys listen to the podcast, I know that a lot of times it's hard to be able to get in touch with us. But if you go to www.rafiandclee.com, and there is a section that says for artists. And if you click on there, there's a button 
that says, ask us a question, or do you have a question? Just go there, ask us a question, and we'll do everything we can to answer it in our opinion, of course, here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much for listening, you guys. You guys are absolutely freaking amazing. I totally adore you. And if you like this and you want to listen to more like this, depending on where you're at, click somewhere around here to subscribe. And that's it. Say goodbye, Clee. Good day. Adios. 